Hello and welcome to Cinema's Soft Underbelly, your one-stop shop for all things horror and fantasy and science fiction and gems and the rough end movies that should be seen that I am here to bring to you. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver, and uh, today I am going to be talking about, and this is a real stretch here, but Batman versus Superman is kind of in this realm, not at all. But I'm still going to be reviewing it, and here's why. The hate that this movie is getting, and the hate that Man of Steel got, and you know, at this point, pretty much the hate that any and every DC, anything DC-related gets, I'm going to talk about. Um, because we're here to root for the underdog, and for some odd reason... Even though this Batman vs. Superman movie is a behemoth of a blockbuster, it is still uh, an underdog. And I don't know why it is. Uh, in fact, of all shows that I wish my co-host Eric Marner over at Movie Freaks would be on, I wish that this would be the one. Because I am very curious what it is about DC Comics and these DC movies that... And it's not just Marvel fans. It just seems like everybody dumps on these things, and I don't know why, and it's like the Marvel movies, it seems like, it, and this just to me, as as an innocent bystander, it feels like the Marvel movies get a pass regardless. So, you know, I, and I don't think that there's been one of the new Marvel movies that I outright hated. Iron Man 3 was not very good, Iron Man 2 was okay, uh, Age of Ultron was good, but whatever. Other than that, I've liked them all. I mean, Cap the first Captain America was a bit cheesy, but it was still fun. Uh, but the flaws in those movies, and again, this might just be me, but it seems like the flaws in those movies get a pass. Where DC Comics movies, Man of Steel, just gets shredded. And now this new Batman vs. Superman is just getting pummeled by the critics and uh, moviegoers alike. And... I had the opportunity to watch it last night. The only version that I could watch for the time that it was on was the uh, the 3D version, which I didn't much want to watch the 3D uh, version, but you, you take what you can get. We'll get the 3D out of the way right away. It was good. It was passable. Um, it, it added some really good depth, but as I suspected, a lot of the scenes were filmed at night, and with these DC movies... They're very dark and, and somber, and because, to me, because of that, it seemed like it was almost un, unnecessary because it was so dark. Regardless, if, you, if that's the only version you can watch it in, it's not going to hurt your eyes. It's, it's, it's okay. It's fine. But I'm looking forward to watching it in standard 2D. And speaking of that, the next time I do watch this movie, I will be watching this movie at home in the comfort of my home on Blu-ray in the 30-minute longer already extended cut that this movie desperately needs. And that's going to be my complaint about the movie. But before I get to my complaint about the movie, I want to talk about the movie itself and what I like about it. Directed by Zack Snyder, he also did Man of Steel. And if you're listening to this show and you don't know 
what Superman or or and or Batman is or that universe, then uh, I guess stop the episode and pick up a comic book because you should know. Right, written by David Goyer, uh, Chris Terrio, stars Ben Affleck as Batman, Henry Cap- uh, Cavill as Superman, Amy Adams is in this as Lois Lane, Lex Luthor played by Jesse Eisenberg. There's another controversial casting choice. I liked him. I thought that he did crazy quite well. Diane Lane is uh, Superman's mom, Martha Kent. Lawrence Fishburne is Perry White. Alfred is now played by Jeremy Irons. And I really, really liked him as Alfred. In fact, I wanted to see a lot more of him. Uh, Senator Finch is Holly Hunter. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. And there's another big source of contention is she's not good. She's not a good actress. She did fine. In fact, she kicked ass. I liked her. Get over it. Uh, and then, anyway, then there's some other uh, other characters here and there, blah, 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 blah. But those are the main players in this movie. And I'm going to do my best to not spoil this movie, by the way. Uh, it's, it's, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to say what I liked about it and then what I, what I didn't like as much. However, when I say as much, it's by no means – this is – if we were to lump this in with all the comic book movies ever made, this is in the upper tier for me, easily. It's right up there. Man of Steel is one of my all-time favorite comic book movies, uh, as is The Watchmen, um, as is the first Avengers. I'm no fanboy of any one studio. I think that's lame and silly. I don't get it. Uh, it, do- it doesn't make sense to me because if this is a success, there will be another DC Comics movie, and they'll keep creating this universe to go along with the Marvel universe. And that's fine. I like that because I like comic book movies. So Batman versus Superman, because we have the new Batman played by Ben Affleck, who is great as Batman. And in fact, uh, boy, him against Christian Bale. I don't want to compare apples to apples, but I like the fact that this Batman is a lot more of a brute, almost professional wrestler type, bad, badass in this. He's just, He's huge. Ben Affleck's huge in it, and especially when he has his Superman fighting suit on, it's it's great. Uh, but I really liked his character, and I I think Superman is perfectly cast. I would go so far as to say this is the best casting of Superman ever. And I've watched pretty much every Superman and Batman as far as like the different characters playing these roles. I think that these two are probably the best that has have ever been cast. I really liked Michael Keaton, and uh, Christian Bale, I thought, did a fantastic job. But honestly, Ben Affleck, uh, I think I'd pick Ben Affleck. I liked I, I liked the fact that the one big grievance I had with Christian Bale's character is when he talks like this. Ben Affleck does as well, but it's explained in this movie why. And it worked perfectly. Just a little, here's why he talks like that. And boom, all is forgiven. Okay, I get it. I understand that. So, uh, anyway... Back to the movie, so very, very, very quick plot synopsis. I mean, very brief. Uh, Superman has his has his uh, people that are very much against him with what happened in the and the end of the first one with the city blowing up. And of course, there's another big source of contention with uh, with uh, Marvel fans, I guess, and movie fans is oh, they killed. They would have probably killed tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people with the city blowing up. Blah blah blah. Have you guys watched? Any of the Avengers movies, like, 
they leveled as much or more cities in the in the Marvel world, but it's filmed differently. It's filmed more brightly and colorful and happy. And Iron Man's cracking funny fart jokes. I mean, yeah, fart jokes, but he they're cracking jokes at each other. The DC world does not do that. This is pretty joke-free. Uh, a couple chuckles, but this is dark, and this is somber, and this is dreary, and I love it. That's what I like. I like that world. I like the world of uh, ominous, heavy, depressing, almost borderline R-rated uh, superhero movie. That's what this is. And I think that's why I like Daredevil so much, is Daredevil is straight-up R-rated, violent, crime uh, action thriller on Netflix. And I would dare say, if, if you guys, any listener out there, if you have not watched Daredevil, do yourself a favor, hop on the Netflix, watch seasons one and two, and I dare you, try to just get through a few episodes uh, and give up. Um, I think my buddy Steve only got through a couple episodes, but shame on you, Steve. You should really give it another chance. It's so good. Uh, Season two is just bone-breakingly violent action awesomeness. Ninjas and Punisher, and it's great. Uh, But anyway, so that's my style. That's what I like. Marvel, it seems to cater just a bit more towards the younger crowd, and that's fine. I like that. Winter Soldier is one of the greatest superhero movies ever made, ever, and I liked that. Uh, Iron Man is fantastic and a great way to kick off the Marvel Universe. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't. To me, I like the fact that Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers took this in a completely different, uh, different route versus Marvel. They're like, let's not do that. Let's do this and. Thank you. Thank you for going that route. However, here's where my somewhat uh, criticalness of this movie comes into play. Um, Man of Steel was a whole movie, and it, oh, everything was coherent. Everything made sense. Here's the plot. Here's what happens. Here's Zod, blah, blah, blah. It ends. It was a great movie. Um, Marvel is three steps ahead of the game right now as far as we got Thor, Captain America, that whole universe is is formed. And Guardians of the Galaxy, and we've got our, our B-listers now with Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Punisher going on their TV stuff, which is still in the same universe. DC doesn't have that. And so Batman vs. Superman really, really tries to bring it together as quickly as they can as far as, I mean, it's called Dawn of Justice, and that means Dawn of the Justice League. And myself, as a child, I grew up watching Justice League. That was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. Justice League and Dungeons and Dragons. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And I would watch it every Saturday morning. So I know what it's like. I know what the building looks like. And I know what the characters were on the show. Um, so I wasn't much as much into reading comic books as I was watching the show. So that's what I'm going, kind of going off of. But this movie really tries to bring it all together really quickly. And for, for what they're doing, they do a commendable job. It could have been a complete mess. Like uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 tried to do something very similar, and that was a mess. And now Marvel's got Spider-Man back. Thank God. I'm really looking forward to seeing Spider-Man in Captain America, the uh, Civil War coming out. But they're really moving fast with uh, this Dawn of Justice. I do believe that they're going to be making offshoot movies of Wonder Woman, of uh, Aquaman, which 
I got to be careful what I say because I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say there is a couple of very minor cameos in this of possible future uh, Justice Leaguers. But uh, anyway, I believe that they're going to be making movies of from them as well. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they are. Uh, I am a bit surprised, though, having said that, that they didn't go that route first, that before we get this Dawn of Justice, that we would have got Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, that we would have got the different, the different... Justice League characters, but instead it's it's already the the wheels are in fast motion turning to create this Justice League, um, and I like it. I, I like where they're going with it. I can't wait for this extended version because this is where things go a little south south with with me. Is that it felt rushed, and that's rushed at two and a half hours long. Was I bored? Not at all. Wasn't bored at all, but. There were certain scenes that needed that that desperately, desperately needed fleshed out. There were certain scenes that didn't quite make sense uh, to me as a non-comic reading fan. Now, having said that, all it took for me was to hop onto IMDb and look at some of the facts and a couple chats, whatever, and I found out, oh, okay, so that's what that meant. And it's going to play – certain things are going to be playing into future installments. And that's fine. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. They should have explained it a little bit better in the movie. And then I wouldn't have had to look on IMDb. But now that I know it, it's really, really cool. And I, I can't wait to see if they actually play that plot point out that we saw briefly in this movie. And I'm not going to say what they are. But uh, another source, uh, another negative that – a lot of people are saying, are there, there are dream sequences? No, no, there, there might be one or two dream sequences, but there's, uh, this movie has, contains a couple visions is what I would like to call them. There's a difference between someone snoozing and having a bad dream. And then there's another thing of having a vision of something. Um, it didn't bother me at all. Now I watched this with my wife and she did, ha- she did say that was a bit jarring at times. She's like, what? Um, again, for me reading what some of the stuff was that was going on behind the scenes and what's to come in future installments. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I, I get it. I understand. I understand why they're doing that. This does tie in with the comics. That's great. That's fine. I'm, I'm totally on board. Uh, it was a bit hard to follow. And I think this, again, goes with the whole needs to have more fleshing out of characters. Uh, but the first half of the movie, I was, I, I was scratching my head. I liked it. And I was like, all right. But I'm like, what is going on? What? Now they're in the desert and what it all comes together. I mean, you wouldn't really have to go on to IMDb to figure out a couple of these things. It just, I mean, at the end of the day, Lex Luthor is the bad guy. The, the end there, there you go. And you know that by the trailers, he is the villain in this movie. And then there's a big creature that was also in the trailers that, you know, is in, in the movie. So, you know, you kind of know the storyline, but there are some mischievous evil little things that Lex Luthor is doing behind the scenes that for the plot, further the plot along that I think will definitely be fleshed out in the extended version. So the movie made gigantic bank when it opened huge. Uh, and I'm glad I think it was at 169, $169 million. And then even that, Oh, it didn't hit $200 million. Oh, it was Easter Sunday. It, People don't watch movies as much on Easter Sunday, okay? I work at a theater, and I I see that. We weren't as busy as we normally are on a Sunday. Uh, so, come on, people. Give me a break. It still made a boatload of money. 
overseas and here in the States. And I really hope it's going to continue to make boatloads of money. There's nothing opening against it for at least several weeks. I think that the next big movie coming out is The Jungle Book from the Iron Man director, John Favreau. I think it looks fantastic. I can't wait to see that. But I really hope that this thing have, has legs. I hope that this thing makes a billion dollars and that the people that are uh, bitching and moaning about this, that, um, yeah, you can just sit there and, and not watch it. Except that you will. You'll watch it over and over and over again and continue to bitch about it. And then they'll make another one. And I would be all for Zack Snyder making a sequel to this. I'm not sure if he is or not. But I like Zack Snyder. I have yet to see one single movie that he's made that I don't uh, at least appreciate artistically. Sucker Punch was my least favorite movie from him, and I've only watched the direct or I've only watched the theatrical version. And it was gorgeous to look at, and the action sequences were fantastic. But I believe there may have been some studio intervention in that movie, and I think that the director's cut does remedy some of some of that. And there is an owl, an animated owl movie that I never got to see. Not really interested in that. But otherwise, I've liked everything this guy has done. Dawn of the Dead remake, kick ass. Uh, the Watchmen, fantastic. Three hundred, awesome. So, cut the guy a break. I don't get what people don't like about his movies. Uh, there's so much story in this movie. It's not all spectacle like a Michael Bay movie. There's, there's a good story in here that's unfortunately a bit truncated because of the already really long runtime. But I, I, he's one of my favorite working directors, as far as working action directors. I think he's really, really good at action directing. And now that Ben Affleck is on board, I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes down the pike as far as his involvement behind the camera. Is Ben Affleck going to direct one of these movies? How heavily is he involved in script writing, in helping Zack Snyder, or any other director that might be tackling a future Batman with Affleck? Because i got to tell you, Ben Affleck is A-lister all the way, through and through. This is the guy that played Daredevil years ago, and now look at him. He's Batman. He's winning Oscars. He's a great director. He's a great actor guy is phenomenal. And I remember back when people were really ripping on uh, Ben Affleck and Benifer, not before that, J-Lo and whatever. Um, He bounced back and he, I don't want to say he can do no wrong, but right now the guy is on fire. And I'm so glad that he was cast in Batman. He's great. And the haters can just shut up because I think he's awesome. So anyway, this is obviously a very opinionated episode. Because this is a very uh, opinionated movie. And again, I just, it's just crazy. Uh, I have this feeling that when uh, Civil War comes out, everybody's going to love it. And it's going to do a boku bucks at the box office. And I'm sure it will. And it's going to make so much bank. And you know, way, way, way better than Batman vs. Superman. And it might be. But the hate that this movie's getting is just unfounded. I'm sorry, it's just unfounded. And um, if you have a hard time following the movie, know that there is a three-hour movie that unfortunately had to be cut down to two and a half hours. And I would have totally been on board with sitting in that theater for an extra 30 minutes to get more hardcore, almost R-rated superhero action. Um, Before I forget, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She was great. I don't think that she is going to have tons of dialogue in future movies, even her own movie. I'm not sure how much how much dialogue Wonder Woman needs in her own movie. 
she seems like more of the silent warrior type. And I, I'm, again, I'm not a comic book reader per se, so I don't know how she is portrayed as much in the comic books. But how she was portrayed in this movie, I thought was very, very good. As just she, she doesn't say much; she just kicks butt. And if you don't know who she is, uh, she was in uh, several of the Fast and the Furious movies. And that's that's where you're going to recognize her, and she's really good. Um, yeah. So anyway. I got goosebumps towards the end of the movie. The action was great. Jesse Eisenberg was great. I've said this all before. It's a good movie. And uh, if you're on the fence about seeing it, I really say support this movie in the theater if you can. Because it's something different. It's not Marvel. It's its its own beast. And it is a beast of a movie. And I would love to hear your thoughts on the movie as well. You can uh, drop me an email or post on my Facebook page. Um, Anyway, that's my long-winded, kind of, sort of, non-spoilery review of Batman vs. Superman. Check it out. It's a good time. Um, Otherwise, some other things that are going on in the world of me and Soft Underbelly. Some movies that I'm more than likely going to be spending a little bit more time talking about on uh, Movie Freaks, which we're going to be doing another episode coming up here in a couple days. Uh, But... I might be hitting on this movie a little bit as well over there, but uh, I wanted to give more breathing room to this movie on my own show, hence we're talking about it here. Um, I recently watched um, a uh, silly kung fu movie from the 80s called Rage of Honor, and if you're interested in hearing my review, actually reading my review of that, stay tuned because next week on Movie Freak's Facebook page, I have a long write-up about that movie. It is an Arrow release on Blu-ray, and it stars... uh, Show Kasuji, and he is a cool kung fu star of the 80s. He was in Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, Ninja Through the Domination, uh, Rage of Honor, and uh, Pray for Death. And if you're a fan of, of those types of movies, you probably will recognize him. He's very recognizable. But uh, my review, yeah, my fairly lengthy review of that is heading your way on Movie Freak's Facebook page, so stay tuned for that. And... Um, And there are a couple other ones that definitely don't fit onto my own show here, but I'm going to be hitting it on on, uh, Movie Freaks, so I'm going to just skip over those. But uh, yeah, recently recently rewatched Stage Fright, the Italian 80s slasher movie, and Lombard Above is Demons, and Suspiria. I've watched them both with my good buddy Steve from Cinema Sidekicks. So had him up. We watched, uh, we had a double Italian double header. And so hopefully he'll be chiming in on those a little bit on his own show. But anyway, I'm going to keep it at that for my episode today. There's just, I went to this to be a pretty much primarily Batman versus Superman episode. I hit a little bit on my thoughts on Marvel and uh, who knows, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, there's, I know that there's a lot of TV shows out there that I have not watched that I believe will tie in both with more of the Marvel world. And the DC world, and I have not watched those shows. Actually, the only show that I've been watching is Daredevil, and uh, I've been told to watch Jessica Jones, and I think there's a Flash, and uh, Smallville had God knows how many episodes. I never got into that show. I never watched it. So I'm not sure what kind of a uh, that I, I don't know. I'm not sure if something if, if having having watched all of the shows, all the TV shows that have been made in the last 10 years, maybe that might 
make someone like more or hate more something like Batman versus Superman. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, but regardless, I liked it. I give it four out of five stars on my own personal review chart. And um, I have a feeling that I might go up even a little bit more uh, once I watch the extended version on Blu-ray. And Zack Snyder, you had better release this extended version. I know that you said you were going to, but I've heard the same thing from Ridley Scott. And then it doesn't happen. So release the extended version, please. That's going to do it for my show today. You can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com for any questions or comments or just wanted to say I'm totally wrong. Batman vs. Superman sucks and DC sucks and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Um, You can also find me on Facebook. Just click on, uh, just type in Cinema Soft Underbelly. I'm there. And of course, make sure to tune in to Movie Freaks, the other show that I'm on with Eric Marner and uh, our... uh, other co-host, Jess Hicks, who she is going to be a once-a-month uh, commentary on there. So make sure that you uh, tune in next episode when uh, – it's probably just going to be Eric and I next episode where we hit on uh, some other new release stuff and roulette. And then also don't forget about Cinema Sidekicks. Our good buddies over there, right now they're doing their top 100. Good listen. Uh, it brings a smile to my face, especially when I hear certain movies that I'm like, what? That movie? And I'm like, oh, no. You know what? That was a good movie. Yeah, no, that was good. Maybe not on my top 100, but yeah, okay, I can see that. So give them a listen. That's going to do it for my show today. I've rambled on long enough about comic books. Next episode, I'm going to really, really try to stick with horror movies. I promise, because I've got some really, really, really good uh, horror movies heading my way. I'm not sure if they'll be here in time for my next episode, but just to let you guys know what's coming my way for review, I've got the Arrow UK Three uh, DV, or three Blu-ray set of Hellraiser. It's Hellraiser 1, 2, and 3. Totally remastered. Arrow released them. Uh, I can quickly sell my uh, Hellraiser 1 and 2 Anchor Bay versions that I have that are old and grimy on Blu-ray and watch the newly remastered version. I can't wait to watch those. I can't wait. I uh, also have Burial Ground, one of my all-time favorite Italian sleazy zombie movies. If you haven't seen Burial Ground, Nights of Terror... It is just crazy, and I'm, I can't wait to review that one. Uh, that's 88 Films released the new version of that, and it's heading my way as well. And uh, there's a couple other goodies as well, but I'll keep those quiet until they actually show up at my doorstep so I can watch and review. That's going to do it for me today. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Mm-hmm.